This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. And uh, one of the areas that we need as much help as we can get is in the area of finances. So if you've got back to work right now and you're thinking, oh, it must be close to payday. It must be. I'm sorry to disappoint you. It's the 9th of January. There's still a way to go. And if you've just fallen off your chair, we're going to try and help you out. On the line, Esther Ursh, uh, Product Head at FNB Integrated Advice. Uh, Esther, good morning and welcome and uh, all the best for this new year we're in. Good morning, Brad. Morning, listeners. Yes, and happy new year. And it, it does feel like January 76 days long, huh? It feels, I think you might be underestimating it. Are we not closer to 80? I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty, it, it's scary. It feels like it's just going on and on and on. And I, I, I purposefully looked at when they paid us, you know, in, in December, trying to think how long is it? And I know this, this is something that catches a lot of people out. And I know we even use the term January, Esther, because suddenly it's school fees and it's extra stationery and it's new school clothes, and we wonder how we're going to get through. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. And I mean, if you think about the 25th is at least sort of three weeks away, it is a lot <laughs> to try and get through. It's a couple of things that you need to do. Mm. And, I, and I think the first thing is sort of batten down the hatches and be very mindful of where you're spending your money or, or try not to spend. Try a no-spending challenge for the next couple of weeks. Oh, that's a very good way to start there. Here's a no-spending challenge Esther's giving you as you head into 2024. But there, there's got to be some good practical stuff that we can do. Yeah. Uh, um, I know that we, we've spoken the last time as we were uh, towards the end of November, I think it was, when we touched on the need to have a budget. And it feels like if there was ever a time now to count the days and count the rands and see where, what can fit in and how we can make it, now seems the time to be as responsible as we can be. Yeah, well, Brad, you actually hit the nail on the head when you did the intro to this. It, it, you know, it's a good time of the year. There's motivation. You've got energy after the break if you were lucky enough to go away. Um, so sit down and actually start developing some really good financial habits. Mm. And and this is, you know, starting with something as simple as a budget. It's, you know, I know that you harp on about budgets and budgets and budgets, but, you know, there's that old saying of goal without a plan is just a wish. So your finances is exactly the same. You know, if you go to the gym, you have a plan. If you... Go on a healthy eating plan. You have a plan on how you can do it. It's the same mm. with your money. You need to sit down and develop. And the first thing that you need to do, the cornerstone, is your budget. Sit down. What do you need? What are the things that are important to you? And what are the nice stuff? What are the wants? And then, obviously, in the next couple of weeks, very much focus on, you know, sort of covering those needs and leave the wants. Leave the eating out, the treats, all of those, until later, until you're a little bit more stable. But it was a really nice time when you've got that motivation to set yourself up for financial wellness in this year. Yeah. Um, Esther, I think it's also a really good time to drag in the family. You know, usually mom and dad or however your family looks is is sitting down and making all the plans and the kids have no idea and so that, you know, they don't really think about it. And you don't want to give your kids too much detail. You don't want to sometimes freak them out with what mm. it's like to, to adult, but uh, just to, to, to make them part of it. What can we do together to save yeah. or to stretch things? And I think when we start to make it a family affair, um, and doing it in an appropriate way, it actually everybody can get stuck in and help one another out instead of having one person trying and the rest are not helping out at all. Yeah, so, so definitely a, a common family goal um, when it comes to finances is very important. And communication is very important. But like you said, age appropriate. You're not going to sit to a three-year-old and talk to them about sort of budgeting or that type of thing. But then have that discussion with your 15, 16, 17-year-old and say, listen, we're going to be taking it easy on these. We're going to potentially look at some of our streaming services and cutting down for the next couple of weeks. 
um, especially when schools go back next week, so that we can save some money and put that towards something that we as a family want together. Um, and if you can get buy-in from the kids, it's going to be a lot easier for them and a lot of a, a lot less of the mommy I want, mommy I need. Mm. Uh, I've noticed now when you walk around the shops, uh, quite a number of sales going on. If there are things that we need, this seems like a good time to make use of the shops with the big red posters on the windows. Absolutely. And I mean, it is a good time to, to keep an eye out for those, you know, specifically for those specials, specifically for the things like essentials. You know, there's some things that you're going to have to buy in the next couple of weeks. Your kids are going back to school. You're going to probably have to buy school clothes and school uniforms. Um, and especially all of that, have a look for those specials. Have a look for non-perishable specials, all of those things. But again, be careful of going into too much debt to buy, you know, specials. Don't overextend yourself with these specials. Again, prioritize those things that are important, like the uniforms, the stationery, you know, eating at home, mm. making home packages, all of those things. Um, I've noticed you, there are quite a number of rewards out there, sometimes with your bank, uh, sometimes it's at the gym and uh, sometimes you have an app, do a little bit of this, go to gym this number of times in a week, we'll throw in a, a free smoothie that would otherwise cost you like 60 bucks. So uh, there seem to be a lot of these. I've heard it referred to also in another sense of, of ghost money, uh, uh, Esther. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, I'm an absolute fan of rewards programs, you know, things like eBucks. And basically what you want to do here is you don't want to spread yourself too thin with, with rewards. You want to choose one maximum, two of those rewards programs and really maximize them. So, for example, if and I am going to use eBucks, you know, if you're on eBucks, make sure in the reward level four or five because then you do get all those benefits. You get you earn the rewards. You get you get the freebies in terms of the Wimpies, the Wimpy Burgers, the free Starbucks, the free Kawhi vouchers as well. Mm. But then you can also use those things like buying groceries. You can use them to buy fuel. So, you know, if that's part of your financial sort of plan for the year is to maximize your rewards programs, go for it because it is money for jam and, you know, or, or money that's just sort of earning for absolutely no reason and just yeah. changing your behavior slightly. Yeah, I've noticed you fill up at a particular petrol station and you use one of the cards, you collect enough points, you can go out there and uh, buy some things that you need without having to actually mm. have spent any extra money or changed your lifestyle in any way. You're just, a, you know, you're yeah. picking the right place to shop. So, uh, you know, you've got to make, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I'm going to use myself as an example. So I'm obviously with with, Edo, with Eva. So I bought quite a significant amount of sort of um, Christmas presents in December mm. from one of the retailers, retailers' kits, and I didn't pay for it because, you know, we had the Ebucks, we had the, the F&B cash back, the kicks cash back, all of that type of thing. So, again, you can use that money either to supplement your monthly cash flow or save it for the end of the year when you know that there's going to be expensive like Christmas presents, festive season, all of that. You mentioned a little bit earlier when you get together as a family and discuss and maybe have a look at some memberships and subscriptions that you might need to change. This can often be a tough one because you look at it and you think, oh, but this is only like 90 rand. Is it really going to make a big difference? But we forget there are quite a number of these little things lying around and with a little bit of uh, self-discipline, you can save and free up enough money that might be needed to yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, no, definitely. And Brad, it's those small things that make a massive difference. And as you said, it's 99 bucks. But if you could four subscriptions in the 99 rand, that's almost 400 rand. Mm-hmm. That's it's fun. So, you know, go and have a look through. And, and it's very simple and very easy with your phone to just quickly subscribe. Uh, you know, and again, go and have a look at those subscriptions. Are there some of them that you can pause potentially and redirect towards paying off any debt that you may be incurred over December or starting to build up your emergency fund again if you use that over December? And then, of course, things like streaming services. 
again, you know, the kids have been on holiday, so you've maybe signed up to a few more of those that you don't want. Have a look and say, you know, you're not going to want more than sort of one of them at a time. Yeah. Is there a way that you can sort of just, again, pause and or cancel without incurring any, any fees or penalties so that you can free up some more cash flow? Just in closing, Esther, I think this is also a time to distill the level of discipline that's going to serve us well into the year. We can find, we can sit, and we can cut here and do that. And it's not always nice. We don't always know we can't go there, or maybe we're not going to eat that this month, or we're going to. It doesn't always feel nice because sometimes you get into a certain lifestyle, you know, and having to make those changes. But in the long term, not having to pay that massive interest on a credit card debt, for example, you know, those are the things that are actually worthwhile, that kind of discipline that really causes us to do things that make us feel uncomfortable, but with a bigger purpose in mind. No, 100%, Brad, and and it is nice to have that, you know, especially coming from December where you've had this sort of wonderful time and saying, oh, I'm not going to do this because, but maybe say is I'm choosing not to do this because I want to set myself up for financial work. Yes. I'm choosing to pay off my debt so soon as opposed to I'm not doing this. Maybe change the phrasing a little bit into a more positive so that you can hit those financial goals that you want. We need to have these kind of conversations. When we talk about money, it makes some people feel very awkward and uncomfortable. And I found from my own experiences in life, you feel awkward and uncomfortable when someone's pressing a finger on an area where you really need to change. And uh, sometimes we don't change easily. Esther, we so appreciate your time. I just want our listeners to know, Esther loves chatting to us. She's on leave still, and she's made 10 minutes for us um, just before 8 o'clock. So much respect and a lot of gratitude to you, Esther. And uh, enjoy what's left of your leave. And thank you very much for your time this morning. It's always a pleasure, Brad. Love chatting to you and to the listeners. Have an awesome day. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.